This is New Bedford's News Talk Station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit App Chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. This is a shorter break than I, I realized. I thought this was a full commercial break, but uh, we'll see if we have another spot coming up in two seconds. No, we don't. We don't seem like we do. So uh, I guess I'm back on the year <laughs> until uh, Adam comes back with the news at at six thirty. Uh, 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 ho- hope you can hear me. If you if you can't hear me, <laughs> call the station. I think I'm doing things correctly, but you never know. Uh, this is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light. Um, maybe they don't have as many commercials early in the morning as as they do later in the day when when I've usually filled in. Um, I'm not sure what that what, what that break was all about, but it did not um, uh, play uh, many spots. I hope I have not missed anything as I look at the um, the spot block here. Um, Second. I'm looking at the one for 623, and it, it looks like it's just uh, that um, short 11-second uh, block. So uh, you have me to listen to, I guess, until the, the, the half hour. Uh, this is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light uh, talking on this gray morning. What, wait, what happens with summer? Are we going to have any summer in New England um, in 2023? I, I am frustrated as can be at this point. Usually we've had some hot weather. I'm a hot weather fan, and uh, we haven't had any yet. Uh, I don't know where it is. Uh, they tell me that El Nino is responsible, that that climate condition out in the Pacific. It's it's certainly not climate change, uh, or if it is climate change, it's, it's going in the other direction from what it's supposed to uh to, to, to be, but we have not really had any significant summer in Massachusetts so far, and it's already June 23rd. What is happening? If you're, if you're frustrated about the lack of summer, give me a call and give me a theory as to why, why we don't have any summer uh, so, so far. Uh, I have to uh, give Tim uh, some kudos for a story he broke this morning um, on WBSM right here. I wish we had had it at the New Bedford Light first, but it, it goes to WBSM. And that is that a group is connecting, collecting signatures to um, put term limits on the New Bedford City Council. Anybody who has followed my writing for uh, a time knows that I've long been um, a critic of uh, the New Bedford City Council and uh, some of the, um, particularly some of the long-term councilors who I think um, tend to uh, get into um, personal issues uh, as opposed to um, deciding matters on policy. So this group, uh, led by um, a frequent caller to WBSM, Catherine, uh, I don't know if I'll pronounce her name correctly, Adamowitz, and uh, another gentleman named Paul... I'll have it written down here. Paul, um, uh, where is it? Um, 
Well, I don't, I don't, I don't have it. But uh, two, these two people are attempting to do uh, the daunting task of collecting 3,100 signatures to put a question on the November ballot that would limit the terms of New Bedford City Councilors to four consecutive two-year terms. Then they would be able have to sit out a term, and they could, then they could come back. I would say that they probably should not sit out a term, but um, <laughs> that that four two-year terms is enough. Uh, if you're going to term limit people, term limit them. Uh, 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 Mr. was uh, said that the um, her rationale for proposing this was her frustration over some of the council's actions this year, particularly where they granted um, uh, pay raises that were far and beyond what the city's personnel director had recommended for uh, a half a dozen or so um, city employees who the councilors thought were um, wrongly classified um, they uh, overrode the um, uh, the personnel director's recommendations uh, uh, and uh, gave these uh, salary adjustments uh, to the tune of as much as $50,000 in some cases. Uh, they later uh, came back after an outcry from the public and limited those um, council, uh, th- those pay raises to $25,000. But but uh, was it a $25,000 or a 25% increase? It was a large amount anyway. And um, some people said it was still not enough. So this group is gathering signatures. I think it was also a little bit in reaction to the council's um, uh, aborted attempt to, uh, to place three questions on the November ballot this year that many people thought were designed to... Um, uh, campaign against Mayor Mitchell should he decide to run for re-election, and uh, th- those those would have limited the uh, sent the four-year term back to a two-year term, eliminated the Community Preservation Act that preserves uh, historic rec- uh, uh, sites in the city and 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 parks and and helps encourage housing, uh, and a third question that 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 would have. Um, uh, asked the residents of New Bedford, do they support what's called housing stable, rent stabilization, which uh, some people say is an uh, um, updated word for rent control. Others say, no, it's a different form of of um, uh, limiting the amounts that landlords can can raise rents and, and um, that those questions were very political. The council changed their mind eventually on all three of them, but... Uh, the damage may have been done. Uh, people were wondering if they shouldn't, and including this columnist, if they shouldn't have put a question on the ballot uh, encouraging uh, 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 people to uh, term limit the, the council themselves. Uh, uh, Mr. was uh, mentioned uh, Councilor, Council President Linda Morad, who I think has served 18 years in the council, and Councilor uh, Brian Gomes, who is somewhere in the vicinity of, of uh, 23 uh, 26. I'm, I'm not sure exactly the amount, but a, a long time. I think both of them have been good counselors in their day, but I think uh, maybe some fresh ideas is would be helpful to the city of, of New Bedford, some fresh leadership. Um, uh, they seem to have a lot of influence on some of the, the junior counselors. We're coming up um, pretty soon on the news, and Adam Bass will be taking over. Um, I'm not sure. I can see you, Adam. How, how exactly does this transition take place? Do I need to press anything? Do you know? <laughs> huh? Well, usually there's the news queue that comes in, but... I see. I, see, I think I see that. Um, hang on. So I just do that at the 30-minute at the mark? Okay, so we're counting down to that. We have five seconds. 
I'm going to press what I think. You know what? I don't really know what the news cue is because I don't see it labeled clearly. Tim did show this to me, and I've forgotten, and I don't want to press the wrong cue, so I'm just going to let you take it away. Thank you very much. Here are some of the national stories we're following. President Biden says his comments referring to the Chinese president as a dictator hasn't had any real consequence. While speaking alongside Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Biden brushed aside the claims his comment at of his comment at a recent campaign fundraiser which that would strain ties between the US and China. He added that he expects to meet President Xi Jinping in the near future. Biden's comments prompted a strong rebuke from Chinese officials. Interstate 95 in Philadelphia will reopen later today. Pennsylvania's Department of Transportation says six temporary lanes will be open to traffic starting at noon local time. The highway has been closed for nearly two weeks after a fiery tanker crash caused a collapse on the roadway. The closure has had an impact on both local traffic and nationwide shipping. An Indiana branch of the conservative and some say extremist group's mom for liberties is apologizing for quoting Adolf Hitler in front on the front of their newsletter. The newsletter, put out by the Hamilton County branch, quoted the Nazi leader from a 1935 rally saying he alone who owns the youth gains the future. The group, which pushes for book bans and the elimination of LGBTQ plus rights and race in school curriculums, initially said the quote was a warning about protecting kids from government overreach. After the backlash, the group's chairwoman issued a statement Thursday condemning Hitler and apologizing for using the quote. The widow of Haiti's slain president is taking her battle to court. Nathalie Rodriguez reports. Attorneys for the widow of Haitian President Jovenel Moise have filed a lawsuit in Florida against those accused of his assassination. More than 40 people have been arrested so far in connection. The lawsuit comes nearly two years after the July 7, 2021 assassination of Moise, who was shot a dozen times at his private home in an attack that also seriously injured his wife, Martine. The suit seeks unspecified damages and a trial by jury for all involved. Natalie Rodriguez, Miami. A Florida man is facing charges after allegedly leading police on a naked car chase. Authorities say 22-year-old Stephen Peterson sped through Flagler County in an SUV on Wednesday and struck multiple vehicles but kept on driving. An officer tried to pull him over, but instead, cops said he drove around the running track in an elementary school and then to a country landfill. Deputies caught up with Peterson in a wooded area near the ta- near the near the interstate and say he was wearing only socks and a piece of cloth tied around his waist. He is facing multiple charges, including fleeing and eluding, leaving the scene of a crash and trespassing on school grounds. Two of the Republicans who are seeking their party's nomination in the 2024 House race are working to build support in the Granite State. Yesterday, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie and former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson appeared at the Red Arrow Diner in Manchester. Hutchinson believes his experience makes him the most qualified candidate to represent the GOP. As for Christie, he says President Biden isn't the best person to lead the country. In sports, the Red Sox lost to the Minnesota Twins yesterday 6-0. They now face the White Sox in Chicago tonight. First pitch at 8.10 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Well, we have some of that unsettled weather that has arrived into the area, and that's going to be with us over the next couple of days. So expect 
partly cloudy skies today with the chance of spot showers as we start to head into the afternoon hours. High of 76. Overnight tonight, 64 degrees, and those shower chances start to increase. For tomorrow, 73. Again, some scattered spot showers here and there. Just expect to be ready for any moment of time for some rain to pop into the area. From the ABC 6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is now 62 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Thanks, Adam. And uh, that went pretty smoothly. At least the uh, news is getting through. I'm, I'm not so sure about the commercials. Uh, uh, hopefully the one uh, that comes through at 641 will be will will blast out uh, so I won't be in too much trouble. Uh, so this is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light. Uh, many of you know me from my many years uh, reporting and as a columnist at the, the Standard Times. Uh, I've been with the New Bedford Light the last couple of years. Uh, the New Bedford Light, by the way, just celebrated our second anniversary last night. We had uh, about 200 people at the Black Whale uh, celebrating uh, the arrival of nonprofit journalism on the South Coast. Uh, we're sort of like um, public radio or public television we don't charge you anything for looking at our website. All you have to do is um, send us a donation uh, uh, of whatever amount. If you like us, uh, check it out. Go to newbedfordlight.org. Um, I'll do a commercial for my own um, uh, employer. It's a, it's a, it's a, a great little um, online newspaper. We, we, we specialize mostly in in-depth articles. We have one up this morning about... Um, uh, uh, a New Bedford police officer, Sergeant Samuel Ortega, worked as a school resource officer and other jobs with the public who um, has been the recipient of uh, 10 inter- internal investigations in the police department over the, since 1998. Um, some of them have been found to be unfounded, but there are a very detailed description about what some women officers and, and women that he worked with uh, complained uh, about him. And um, uh, the only uh, disciplining that the um, uh, New Bedford Light could find about this officer was that he was required to take sexual harassment training. That training um, uh, is required of everybody who goes to work uh, for the city of New Bedford, uh, not, not to mention the police department. So it doesn't appear that there as ever has been any discipline. Um, uh, maybe the complaints are all unfounded. Maybe it's all just a coincidence. But uh, these are the kind of things people like to know are, are going on. Um, uh, it was an internal investigation. Um, and uh, the New Bedford Light had a hard time getting a hold of it. The city initially denied our request for it. Uh, even said that uh, uh, it didn't exist when um, clearly it did. We appealed to the state. We got the documents, and um, you can read all about it in the New Bedford Light. So we've been talking about various things this morning. Uh, uh, the thing that, that's mostly on my mind and probably on your mind is the um, the tragic loss of, of this submersible, the Titan, that was out in the North Atlantic uh, looking to um, take five modern-day explorers uh, down to the, the wreck of the Titanic, the ocean liner that, that sunk um, 100 years ago off the coast of Newfoundland and um, that has fascinated the public. 1,500 people lost their lives on that boat and now you can add five more who um, evidently the the submersible they were in on their descent down to the Titanic imploded itself. 
and uh, it's the um, searchers have now discovered the debris field, and um, they're all gone. Un- un- unfortunately, it's a tragedy, and the question uh, remains: uh, Could this have been prevented? Uh, w- 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 was this? Um, it's a private venture. Uh, was it uh, being realistic about what the risks were? Should it have been better regulated? What about the expense of the search for the, for these five people? And and was the search really even necessary? Since they they now acknowledge that they had evidence early on that that um, from the time that that they lost communication with it, that there had been evidence of a, a big um, audio event uh, in the uh, area where it disappeared. Uh, I suppose they had to they had to uh, search for it. They had not found the debris field yet, but it's. It's just a tragedy all around. If you'd like to talk about that, give me a call. It's 508-996-0500. 508-996-0500. Where are the callers this morning? Um, I'm looking out at a gray sky, um, uh, grumbling that summer has not arrived. Um, uh, are we going to have any beach weather this summer? I haven't seen any yet. Uh, are you as frustrated as I am as as we approach the 4th of July that we haven't had any summer weather? Is it is it possible that the whole summer would go by and, and we would have no no weather in the 80s and 90s. Uh, gee, that, what does that say about climate change? Uh, is that just anecdotal? Does it mean nothing? Or, or, or is it just that climate change means somebody else gets hotter, but, but we actually get colder and damper? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, on my mind this morning. So we've been talking about that. We've been talking about the, uh, this uh, story that, that Tim Weisberg broke on on the um, uh, petition that's being circulated. It's, it's evidently a very professional job that's being done. This is a petition to have term limits for New Bedford City Councilors. Um, some of the councilors have been there for seven, eight, nine, ten terms. Uh, people think that's too long. Uh, we need some fresh blood in there and that enough people don't run uh, the, the name recognition of the councilors is high and they they tend to get reelected, especially for those at-large positions where you only have to win one of five spots out of ten people running. Uh, so this petition, which uh, has gotten the Taunton lawyer uh, sensibly to um, avoid any conflicts of interest, is being circulated by Catherine Adamowitz and a gentleman named, I have his name now, Paul Hankins. Um, they are concerned about some of the actions of the council this year. Uh, primarily, they named the um, uh, pay increases that the council gave over the recommendations of the mayor's office and over the recommendations of the city's personnel director, Judith Keating, who had conducted a, um, uh, a survey of, of what other communities were paying. Um, some of the councilors argued that, that in their opinion, uh, some of these uh, department heads, of whom the councilors have personal relationships many times because of constituent services, um, were undervalued compared to others in terms of their titles being the same. So if your title is the same, shouldn't you get the same amount of money? Well, somebody might be called a director and oversees one other employee and somebody else is called a director and they oversee 125 employees. They may both be directors, but it seems to me one job is a lot more complex uh, than, than than that. And But the council thought not. They initially gave raises that would have increased salaries by as much as 50%. Um, and um, they later had to reverse themselves and limit it to 25% after a public outcry. So it, 
was this, 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 these recommendations were primarily made by um, Councillor Morad, who is the council president. Um, and by the way, she's invited to come on and talk to me anytime. She hasn't talked to me for a long time, but I respect Linda. I think she's been a good counselor. I think she's been there too long, but, but if she wants to come on and talk, she's, she's welcome to, to, to do that. Uh, uh, 508-996-0500. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light sitting in for Tim Weisberg. We're going to take another break now. Okay, we're back. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light sitting in for Tim Weisberg, who's having some well-deserved rest and relaxation this morning. Um, I apologize for the lack of music. I, I, I'm not able to do music bumpers yet, but if you um, uh, want to hear some music, call in and you can sing. Um, I'll listen to you. I don't know about the audience. We do have a caller, so let's go to that caller. You're on the air with Jack Spillane at WBSM. Hello, caller? I can't hear the caller. Hang on a second. What am I doing wrong here? So, set a phone. Use phone. Caller. Hello, caller? Caller, you're on the air if you're still there. Caller, you're on the air. Yeah, you got me now, Jack? I got you now. I finally figured okay. it out. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, my friend. I'm happy to be here. I'm the one that the last time you were in, I talked about, because you're either liberal or Republican, it's just about, I talked about the numbers, about more people being unenrolled. Yes. Um, you know, I was, was, I'm 61 years old now, medical issues, but uh, I was fourth generation commercial fisherman out of here. Um, majority of fish from... Um, New Jersey to Maine and once even out of Texas. Um, so, and there was two other generations. So in my family, we've been fortunate. There was 41 of us through those six generations and we only lost one family member. Wow. Which would kind of defies the odds. But early on in this situation, um, that specific submersible, the way that it wasn't really certified by anybody any the international organizations. Um, some of the reports a couple of years ago, which announced that the surface. But right now, my thoughts and prayers are with the families. Yeah, you signed the waiver saying you might die, but it's crazy. And Tuesday night and the Wednesday, when um, they had acknowledged that there was specialized equipment that was flown into Nova Scotia and being sent out to the scene, I knew they were looking for debris. Wow. It, I, it wasn't about, yeah, you try and you hope and you listen and, of course, like you said it earlier, um, search and rescue. But at that depth, at that kind of thing, at that stuff that was being rushed out there, I just knew. It was for, like, cables and cameras and stuff like that where they can map the bottom, where they can. And I guess they're going to stay on scene. And there's other submersibles still going in roads to get as much of the debris as they can while trying to deal with that balance so it's a graveyard yeah you know i, I have first of all i just have, have to express my admiration for anybody like yourself and your family members who've been a fisherman uh i went out on a boat one time and it's hard to explain what it's like out there you're looking at the horizon and there's nothing you're just miles yep. from anything never, never mind um land you can't even see another boat yep. in most cases and a split it, distraction a cable a block something something rolling around on the deck that you didn't see two, two or three seconds before. 
you trip on it. Yeah. Um, and many, many people, and that's why I admire and I'm part of, as often as I can, the memorial service we have on Memorial Day down on the pier. And this year I went down there, not realizing because of the work that's being done down there, and there were so many vehicles, that it was on the other corner away from where it normally is. So uh-huh. I didn't make it, but when yeah. they write, read off that list <clears throat> from about 1969 till now, I knew about two-thirds of them, and I worked with probably 20% of them. Wow. So, you know, um, it, it definitely has uh, I it, During this whole process, I've talked to friends of mine in the industry, out of the industry, and it just reminds us how fragile it still is out there. Every time, every time any of us eats fish or or shrimp or or scallops or or yeah. any of those good things that come from the sea, we should be thankful because it is a dangerous, rugged occupation. People are risking their lives. Yep. And, and, and we've had we've had boats sink right out here on their way home or on their way out, and some people knew it had happened instantly. Some didn't know, like way back to the Navigator. I know you know about that case. And those are friends of mine. I was waiting for them the day they were doing to do some um, work in the engine room and possibly unload, and they never made it home. Yeah, I am. I wrote a column when the Misty Blue uh, uh, disappeared, and it, it can yep. happen so fast. You know, it, it just, uh, uh, I think people don't realize that it's a very unforgiving environment out there. And as you said, one one mistake, uh, the swells come up and, 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 and you're in trouble. Not being paid attention to. There's so many different things that the captains and the mates, the man on the wheel, have to pay attention to. Um, Rodney Avila, good friend of my family and me, um, he got me into the Coast Guard approved Coast Cold Water Survival training. Um, so I had that like the last six years I was fishing. So, but thanks again for filling in for Tim, and I hope to call back and harass you on another day. All right, and even though you're not a military guy, I thank you for your service in terms of, of your fishing occupation because I think it's. It's well appreciated by this by this guy and I think a lot of other people too. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, we got another call. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Jack. Can you hear me? I can. Well, listen. Listen, I'm a fan of yours, okay? And I, I'm a longtime listener of WBSM. And I, I very seldom call. But... Uh, you know, since you you came on the air, it's like amateur hour with you. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> now, it is. Listen, let me give you some advice. Okay. okay, there's an old expression, and I'm sure you're aware of it. It's uh, the 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 saying goes, "Fake it until you make it." Okay. <laughs> now, now I, that's what you got to do, and you're you're on your way. You're doing a heck of a job. Okay. Now, listen, I'm going <clears> to <throat> uh, mention that. Uh, I've been watching this uh, Titan episode, and it's a tragedy, okay? But one has to be aware. Listen, we've lost many people, uh, adventurous, with, with, uh, who were safer going uh, on uh, an excursion, you know, in the air. You know, in other words, space exploration, space exploration correct? Yep. You know? And so, so th- when you... When you're an adventurer, okay, uh, things happen, okay? So I'm just telling you that uh, I, I listened to an expert who was trying to come up with an idea of why this happened. And his comment, he's an expert on, 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 on uh, undersea adventures. 
his uh, opinion was that he believes that this Titan uh, has gone down, I think, two previous times, about once a year, okay? And it's the same, basically, stru- structure. And his idea is, as it goes down deeper, obviously the pressure is greater. It's two and a half miles going down to the uh, uh, the Titanic. As it goes down there, it's... it's it's like squeezing a, a sponge, right? Now, as you come back up, the, the pressure is less. In other words, it's, it's, it, it's getting pressure, then less pressure. He believes that that weakened the structure. Yes. such a point, right, that when, you know, it went down on this side, before it even got down to the bottom, it, it was so weak, it exploded. Yes. So, so uh, that's what I'm... And the owner... You know, he died in, 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 the, in, in the operation. And his idea was, well, we're going to just take a, a risk. Well, he risked too much. Yeah. You, have other, you, you mentioned there you have other structures that go down there with more, uh, you know, safety precautions. And that was the mistake, okay? Yep. So, but, you know, it's still a tragedy, and my heart goes out to the family. And, uh, you know, I just like, uh, you know, to, uh, you know... He's putting my, my, my two cents. Okay, one oh. last comment here. I've been listening to WBSM for quite a few years, okay? And we've had, uh, you, you know, I, I want to give you a compliment on your two years, too. Uh, I haven't really had a chance to uh, look at First Light, but I will in the future. And I think you're doing a good job. Okay, over quickly, because yeah. I'm going to miss my commercial here. <laughs> okay, all right, I've talked too much. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. We're back. It's Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light, filling in for Tim Weisberg. We have about a minute and a half before we have to break at the top of the hour for news. Um, uh, so uh, we're, we're slowly but surely getting there. Uh, the last caller told me it was like uh, amateur hour listening to me, and I'm, I'm sure it is. Uh, that brings up an interest, interesting point. When, when you don't know entirely what you're doing, is it better just to cop to it and admit that I don't know what I'm doing, or, or is, is it better just to fake it till you make it, as, as he said? You know, I've, I've always been... An, of of the opinion, you know, just uh, own your mistakes and put them out there. But other other folks uh, go a long way by faking it until they make it. So maybe I should try that um, uh, during the next hour. I'm I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, I have to say, um, uh, I enjoyed that call from the fisherman uh, who explained how quickly things can happen out there and how unforgiving the ocean environment is. Uh, uh, it really is. Uh, you know, when you when you go on these exploring ventures and, and submersibles, you, you know what you're getting into. But it, it, it you know, you obviously don't think you're going to die, or else you wouldn't go out and do it. And you, you have to have nothing but sympathy for the, the the five gentlemen who lost their lives um, on this adventure, no matter how dangerous it was. Um, uh, maybe they can uh, have some standards to make it uh, less risky uh, in the future. But